the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. I love Cricket Keith because she's a women's director and she has a heart for women and discipleship and prayer. And so we share so much in common. Cricket, welcome back to the show. I'm really glad that you joined us for an extra day. Well, thank you. It's good to be back. You you have so much passion and you really encourage women. I want to talk today deeply, if we could do a deep dive into disappointment. Sometimes we have disappointments in our life and we, you know, we've been following God, honoring God, serving God, doing everything we possibly know to do. And then we're just blindsided by a, a something that we just weren't expecting is, do you want to talk about that? Yes, um, <laughs> I do, because I feel like we all kind of start out early in life and we kind of dream about what our life is going to look like. Mm-hmm. And often and probably most of the time it doesn't turn out exactly as we had expected. Uh, when I was a little girl, I thought I would grow up, go to college, meet my husband, we'd get married, have kids, grandkids, and we would serve the Lord overseas together, and, you know, life would be wonderful, and we (laughs) would just have a wonderful life. That was, Mm -hmm. I thought that was the way my life would be, Um, but it didn't turn out. That was not God's plan for my life. That was not his script Mm. for my life. God chose for me to be single. And I'm an older single. I'm, I won't tell my age, but trust me, I'm, <laughs> I'm up there. And um, I just thought, uh, Lord, I don't understand. And, I mean, the desire to get married has always been there. Um, and I thought, Lord, and, and there were guys that I thought, you're the one, but they didn't feel the same way, or it was vice versa. They thought I was the one, but I just didn't feel that way. And so... Uh, I went through a season of just disappointment um, in questioning why God was, you know, God, have you forgotten me? What about me? Or even more, what have, have I done something wrong, God, that you're not blessing me with a normal life? And I put normal in quotes mm-hmm. <laughs> because, you know, normal is what God has for us. And so, um, but anyway, so a disappointment for me that I really struggled with was just, singleness and always having that desire and then when I um, came up here to Memphis I always thought God would still could still bring my husband into my life but when I came up to interview for this job as a women's director in Memphis I realized that the church I was coming to was a very strong family oriented church and Mm -hmm. there weren't many singles and there were definitely not any older singles uh, I'd come from a church in Dallas that had a thousand singles in our class. Yeah, so sure. Quite, right. <laughs> we had quite the social life. And so I remember flying home to Dallas after the interview weekend and just having a heart to heart conversation with God and saying, God, if I accept this job, 
I'm pretty much, I feel like I'm pretty much nailing the, the nail into the coffin of any mm-hmm. hope of ever getting married. And I don't know if I'm ready to say that. And uh, But by the time I got back home and I prayed about it more, I knew that, God, I'm going to trust you. And if that's your calling on my life, then I accept it. And so I took the job. I moved here. And sure enough, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's not exactly been, um, you know, it, it's, it, it made it, God made it very clear. Cricket, I am calling you to singleness because wow. I feel like you can serve me better as a single mm. than as a, a married person. And I've accepted that. And so I'm sure some of your listeners at the same time, it may not be being single, but maybe their husband died early or sure. they've lost a loved one earlier than expected or, you know, things just things happen. Even go- going through a divorce and then never finding that match again. Right. Mm-hmm. So life does not, it tends to not turn out. I mean, I've had many women sitting in my office and saying this. I've even had women come into my office, sit down, shut the door and say, cricket. Your life looks so good to me right now as a single. <laughs> and, and so I'm thinking, okay, we all, you know, are called to what God has called us to. And, um, but, yeah, are people who just, yeah, I, I mean, like I said, husbands left them and just they didn't expect that. And so disappointment is part of life, and it can make us bitter and turn away from God, or it can draw us into that yeah. sweet dependence on him. And and I'll be honest, it took me most of my life, until really until I came to Memphis, and even mm. then I still had hopes that God would give me what I hoped for, mm. but he began to change my heart. Wow. And I began to have a peace that, God, I think I can, I can be content with my singleness, and... And I am. I can say now, I mean, I am. It doesn't mean that there are not moments that I go, gosh, I wish I had somebody to grow old with mm-hmm. or, you know, do this with. But I, he has really changed my heart. And I think that's what he does in our hearts as we go through disappointment. The more we spend time and just look to him, he does begin to change our heart to be accepting of, God, I trust what you're doing with my life. Yeah, trust is really key. I think about, so you lost your dad when you were 17, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, the singleness. Did you fill fill some of the natural need with friends or family, or is it really a lonely path and just you and the Lord? Well, I will say that I have filled it with friends, and like I said, in Dallas, I mean, we were always going out with, you know, guys in our singles group at church. And so there was that need being met of just being, having a social life. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say here in Memphis with my job, it's been filled with friends. I have dear, dear friends that I love hanging out with. But um, in terms of just that social interaction, you know, the dating, that has not um, been there. And that's where it's drawn me into Lord. Um, I do enjoy time just alone with him and I used to be a very strong extrovert I mean I just (laughs) loved to be around people I just couldn't stand to be alone and God has really changed me to where now I call myself an extroverted introvert Mm -hmm. but I love my time alone and that's a God thing I mean he has really just given me that contentment with being alone 
Oh, that's so interesting. We have that in common because I'm very extroverted. But as I grow in the Lord, I just want time, just the two of us. I just mm-hmm. I just need to be just with him. And I, I love that. It's the sweetest time together. I, I just love it. How how would you encourage singles since we're talking about singles? What are some things that you feel work really well for you and might work well for them? Well, I would say um, always keep your eyes on the Lord and, and telling him how you feel. I mean, when you're lonely and and uh, tell him that and just say, God, I'm feeling really lonely and I can really use just something that would just remind me that, hey, you know, it's okay, and and usually he'll either, you know, bring a friend across my path or a phone call or something that just kind of perks me up. But I would say always keep your eyes on the Lord and and trust that He has got um, a purpose for why He has us single. And I still try to have uh, do things with friends and get out and and I enjoy being around people. Um, but just be willing to to let God do what he wants to do. And when I start to get down, I will journal and just journal my, my feelings and say, God, you know, I, and, and I'll be honest, there are fears in my life. I, I look at growing old and thinking, well, Lord, I don't have kids. I don't have a husband. And who's going to come see me at the nursing home when I'm, <laughs> you know, 90 years old or whatever? Mm. And I just have to take those fears to the Lord and be reminded, God, you've got this. You are my husband. You will provide for me. You will take care of me. And that's that's the thing we have to remind ourselves. God really is our husband. He He will be our provider, and he will meet our needs. And just we need to be mindful of that, remember that. We don't want to get too far ahead of him, and I guess that, to me, sounds like total surrender. We have about one minute max left. What else? Were Any words of encouragement or prayer for anyone? You know, I would say, too, be careful that you don't try to get ahead of God. Um, if you're single, uh, don't force something just because you. I have seen so many women make mm-hmm. the mistake of marrying somebody that later they regretted, and they will say, I should have never married them. I just wanted to be married. So that would sure. be my my word of encouragement is don't make a mistake out of feeling desperate and I've got to get married and then regret it for the rest of your Ooh, life. That'd be rough, wouldn't it? Yes. I see that happen a lot actually. Yes. So that's what so that would be my word of encouragement and exhortation. Um just don't get ahead of God. Well, we, let him guide. We have about 20 seconds left. Why don't you say a prayer for us? Okay. Father, thank you so much for this time with Jennifer and her listeners. And I pray for anybody out there who is just struggling right now, that, Lord, they would sense your love and your peace in their lives and that they would keep their eyes on you. Thank you for this time, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, that's Cricket Keith with two T's. Go to Cricket Keith. Dot com. You're going to want to find her on Facebook because we need positive encouragement in our feed on social media. We need to keep going and growing in the Lord. Learn about prayer. She has so many resources for you at cricketkeith.com. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply 
for women. I hope you'll go spend some time with the Lord today. Pour out your heart. Give him that one-on-one that he so longs to have. I'm Jennifer. I hope you have a wonderful day. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.